And on that note... Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that is 11 items or less in our lane. And we count them. We make sure you you bring that, you take that 12th one, you fucking put that back. Yeah. It's that kind I, of thing. I hate when people try to sneak in the 12th the, the, item. Take the, the 12th on, item. Get, get out of here. You, you go to a regular lane like a human being. You go to self checkout. That's what you do. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I like that Trader Joe's is actually. I think a lot of places have where it now says uh, 12 items or fewer. Oh. <laughs> Instead of saying or less. <laughs> like it was a, because... like there, there's a challenge. We dare you to get 11 items or well, less no, but... if you're that kind of person. Well, they, I mean, uh, because it's better grammar to say Fair. fewer. Yes. Fair. Yeah, I like that they were like, oh my God, people will be offended. <laughs> we don't change this shit. <laughs> what are we? Uh, the the grammar some... Nazis are going to go down and knock on our doors and steal yeah. our plastic bags. It's me, I your mean, host, with yeah, the German did accent. You, did Matt you just do... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's Can right. Can you please show us your encyclopedias? <laughs> show us your paper bags. Did you bring your own bags? <laughs> Today, guest hosting with me, we have... Oh, it's me, the old man in the sea himself, Joko Gazello. <laughs> you, you are a Hemingway book. <laughs> I, I, I mean, more of the auto, more of the biography. You know, the whole getting drunk and then having someone take you home in a uh, wheelbarrow sort of. Uh, yeah, I got Hemingway. a Hemingway liver going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, you drink less than Hemingway, so that's why, saying something. Yeah, why have they not named it after him? Like it's just you, liver you, disease. You I'm have a Hemingway. You, you have a Hemingway liver and a <laughs> Hendrix brain cell count. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, th I don't think anyone has ever surmised it. That person surmising Joe Cocosello, just dressing him down <laughs> and or pro giving him a uh, diagnosis. We have comedian, actor, and uh, general funny man out of California these days. Uh, we have Andy Rocco on the podcast. Give it up for Andy, you guys. Woo! Yay. Yes. Oh, Welcome, thank buddy. you. Thank you. I'm I know I I don't think I ever dress you down that much, Joe. Do I? Oh, no, yeah, he, but that he, was he pretty needs, much me in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody needed a dressing every once in a while, you can't do it a lot. Yeah, I got the ego of a Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade balloon. <laughs> no, and by I, that I, he can be blown away with a strong breeze. I think there was like a little bit of a show off thing right now because there was a level because I feel like Joe has been like I, I've had so many emotional issues that I've talked to Joe one on one, <laughs> and then immediately when it comes to being on public and for show, I'm like, "What a fucking moron this guy is! <laughs> wow, what a dope! Yeah, what a dopey dope!" Oh, That's pretty much all of his guy. friendships. Uh... <laughs> but in private, I'm like, "Joe, you got to help me. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking." <laughs> I'm thinking I'm I'm gonna die, and I think I might have to go kill myself tomorrow. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go buy a gun. Joe's like, oh nah, man, nah nah. nah, nah, man, don't do that. Do you like life's worth living <laughs> on the podcast? What a dork! Yeah. <laughs> and See? Matt, you seem like a really nice guy. I don't know you as much, but you seem like such a great guy. And 
as a fellow big guy, uh, we need I to stick like together, and I don't just mean on st- a hot, sunny day. Yes. You guys got to patent those shirts that we talked about before. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, can... hey, Joe, we don't give away the sauce on the pocket. We talk, uh, we've yes. given away too many brilliant ideas on this show. You could put How ads in there. How many millions of dollars have we given away? That's to... great ad space for when you... you... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't... We don't just, uh, this is the Awful Service Podcast, Andy. This is the podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there with them. We could talk about uh, t-shirt ideas and how Joe Cocazello saved your life the whole episode, and we will. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to, but again, this is the Awful Service Podcast. We're going to talk about those jobs. The very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Yeah. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. Yes, Andy, yeah. the, uh, the resume section is, again, this is where you get to talk about your jobs. You don't have to go chronologically. You can go reverse chronologically. But, again, we do warn you, you have to have a strong back for that. So Yeah, you got to be stretched out. <laughs> you got to be doing Bikram yoga. And reverse chronological is a tough position, bro. Reverse chronological. Uh, so. And wherever, whatever job you want to start with, go ahead, my man. Uh, I guess I'll tell, I'll tell you the a crazy a few crazy stories. I worked at uh, Kinko's. Oh, good. During the time I worked at Kinko's to... Where, where uh, were you at the time? It was in Connecticut, but I was, like, taking classes at uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater at, like, during the day, but I would do, like, the night shift. Okay. Because at one point, I don't know if anyone remembers, Kinko's was 24 hours. They were like, yeah. hey, people want copies. <laughs> <laughs> at three in the morning. In the morning. Um... So Dude, I the, worked... the late night Kinkos is a great shift. Yeah, I loved it. But then, like at one point, they're like, "No one's coming in." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and I and they, they, I got switched to the day shift, and I was like, "I don't know if I want to do that. That seems like <laughs> work, work." <laughs> and then there a are a lot like, of people come in for coffee and stuff. You know how many people come in here? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Hey, did you get? Did you guys know we have customers? Yeah. What? Uh, what is that about? Like, how am I supposed to sleep? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't um, know how to deal with it if a crackhead's not coming in to pay an overpriced take five bar. Yeah. Like, I thought it was like the only thing you sold at like two in the morning. There was some, I mean, there was a fair share of uh, creepy dudes that did come in, but they weren't like necessarily homeless. Right. They, they were, were just, were they using that one computer that you guys had for the internet? No, we all right. By the way, we had at least four computers. (laughs) They were fancy Kinkos. Yeah, and it was like the system was weird because before when I started, uh, you would go on like we had uh, an employee had to log you on the computer, (laughs) and then like afterwards, a thing would print out that said how much time they had. Okay, and then I had to put that in manually into the computer. Now it's you just put your card in, and that's it. Like yeah. The you employee has, deal with. yeah, it's and it's all charged. But like at one point, that was the system, and there was this one guy who uh, he went by the nickname Coach, and he constantly got like like there was like a courtesy phone there that people could use, and he would like 
like use it like all night talking to people and like he would use the internet a lot too and like one of his things that he was like thinking he was being clever about was that he would like buy a bottle of coke because there was some kind of weird cross promotion where you can get like free time with the coke and he would just like use the computer buy a bottle of coke from the vending machine and then just give us the bottle of coke he's like yeah i was only on for 15 minutes and walk away Mm -hmm. and he's like you could have and you could just have the the coke (laughs) or it was pepsi it was a pepsi machine Mm -hmm. and and he was like such a he was like so creepy and like i felt like he was just talking to underage girls on the courtesy phone like all night (laughs) yeah like it just seemed so like it just it just seemed so weird. He was just such a weird creepo. And then Is he I wearing a full I I'm just okay, I, I have to imagine. He's wearing the full trench coat. Oh no, I was going tracksuit. Yes. He I was, was wearing thinking, a tracksuit. I was because yeah. you know with the I, I just pictured the, the old creeper, you know, the uh, guy who's like he's he's not wearing anything under the trench yeah. coat. It's just a big full on one. You could see you could see that he you could see his ankles and he's still wearing business socks. Yeah. Business socks, pair of loafers, trench coat, hair's a little messy. Yeah, hair's he, he a was a little messy. He was a he was such a oh my god, I hated him so much. And I had my hair really long at that time too. I had my a ponytail. He used to call and he would call me meatloaf because I looked like meatloaf. And what a dick. Yeah. Uh, you could call you could call me coach. I'm gonna come up with my own nickname and I'm also yeah. gonna your nickname. Mine's gonna be cool, yours is gonna be derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like and then at one point, like the my favorite thing was my supervisor's like, you gotta tell him he can't just pay for his computer time with soda. Like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> so at one point we were like, he was like, What? What are you talking about? And you're like, Well, you have to open up the the Pepsi bottle, scan in the code and everything. <laughs> Like you're not just like you don't you don't seem to understand. I got a the, Pepsi. See it? Like, yeah. And it was just like it's some kind of a weird level of like delusional alpha male mm-hmm. kind of thing that pe- like they're like this thing where they're like this like forced familiarity kind of thing. Where like yeah, I'm gonna we're on a good name basis. I give you a nickname. You're like this is. I come in here all the time to go talk to underage girls or something, or like. Hey, right listen, on the- I don't tell you how to molest your children at home, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Look, and, this is how we roll on the late shift, bro. Yeah. It's, it's coaching me loaf time. Yeah. But he, well, uh, you know, I think it's just because you were like a bat out of hell, Andy. That's what it was. Uh, I, I really was. I was such a uh, crazy. Well, you were already, you were coming off the, the improv classes so it was really hard to say no yeah Yeah. Um, after after he you had to tell him you couldn't pay for computer time with a pepsi he goes you you, he goes really and you guess i won't do that no 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 (laughs) do that do that i won't do that (laughs) Um, by, by the computer screen lights baby but the, I you think, think I, I can't was... make meatloaf puns for the rest of this episode. Because <laughs> I can't do that. Um, but that was like also my opening joke too. He didn't know this because he never saw it. But my opening joke when I started doing stand-up was that I looked like Dan Aykroyd and Meatloaf had a kid. <laughs> um, so I thought you were going to say your opening joke was 
So I work overnights at this Kinko's with a pedophile. <laughs> I didn't work with him. He's the. He was just a. Oh, he was every, a... every Kinko's comes with a built-in pedophile. Just, uh, yes. This is this is Larry. You're going to be working with him. He only comes in at two in the morning. He's going to use the courtesy phone. He's going to be yeah. weird. Don't worry. He's going to pay for it with Pepsi. With pep. Yeah. None of that Coca-Cola shit. Pepsi. Yeah. He's a very. It's very specific on brand. But Pepsi, uh the but I, was, I think like working there though, I was supposed to get like I think they did I was not I was never good at any job I've ever done. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I think I was supposed to get fired, but the thing is management changed like four times. <laughs> so you just the, slipped through the cracks. I, I would to... always slip through the cracks and like there were other people who got fired, but it was for bigger things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like somebody stole, like they, I didn't understand this. Somebody, I think somebody stole a computer from, yeah. And they got fired for that. And then like some guy was just like taking money out of the till and got fired for that. (laughs) So like, like I never did, I was like terrible. I'm not good at that job, but like, I never like overtly stole something gigantic (laughs) To the point where they were like, oh, yeah. like They well, had to fire the computer thief? He actually had the balls to steal a computer and then come in for his next shift? That's pretty amazing. <laughs> like, I, hey, dude, you, you, you can't work here anymore, can't be man. Here anymore, bud. We're, we're not even going to ask you for the computer back, but, like, you, you can't. <laughs> which is those employee. My which question was, is... Yeah. Did uh did they did they print the announcement of their uh letting them go on goldenrod or was it on uh was it on eggshell what what color scheme were they did they I'm uh, surprised there mm-hmm. there wasn't somebody who took the money out of the till for a moment copied it oh, on the printer put it uh, back in the till then you said money at other stores like that's if i was an overnight kinko's employee i probably would have gotten high enough to where that would have happened they i know that probably would not have been a fireable scenario because i didn't use the money at kinko's but they're like hey can you not like commit fraud against our government like here in in the santa monica kinko's uh well, <laughs> we can't be well, the crazy thing is one guy I remember also, like, he did this regularly. And he, like, for some reason, they never caught him. And I guess because it was technically legal. But what he would do is he would, like, uh, he would charge himself for, like, a copy, which is, like, eight cents or something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he would write out a check to Kinko's for $50. And then, like, put put the check through and then he would get $50 change or like 48 or uh, $49.92. That's like he would cash checks that way. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, this is a long time ago before like Mm. uh, so many things got automated. Right. To where it's like, before it became FedEx. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It was just like so weird. And I was like, I remember like seeing him. I'm like, I'm like, is that is that okay to do? He's like, uh, I think it's fine. Like I, said, I do it. I like, yeah, I'm doing it all the time. <laughs> I mean, like, it was it was in Connecticut, so it might have just been like a you shut your mouth, you saw nothing. The checks were for yeah. like a waste <laughs> management company. Yes, there was yeah. uh, so many mob ties to the 
the Kinkos, the, the hard yeah, the Kinkos. Kinkos. Yeah. Uh, I guess my, I'll tell you, I think one of my worst experiences there is uh, there was a guy who came in. Uh, we did oversized blueprint prints, you know, for like plans. Mm-hmm. And this guy came in and he had like a bunch. And to do it, it takes like you got to feed it through the thing let them all print. And then, you know, uh, you know, it's a kind of an involved process. And uh, I think we, he wanted to drop it off and have us do it. And he had very specific things. Cause I think he wanted them like reduced, like certain, certain ones reduced to eight and a half by 11, but not all of them kind of thing. And me and this uh, lady, I uh, for a, I think her name was Donna, uh, older black lady very sweet woman we were kind of like helping him to get like she kind of initially started taking the order and then help i was like i kind of came in because she was i was a little more experienced than she was okay so and then at one point she had to go to the back to do something i forgot but there was a certain point when i was talking to the guy not do blueprints for a minute (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You always get like there was something where she there was always something you got. Andy's get. gonna help you with this for a moment. I will be right back. So she went in the back. The guy is like going through everything and like yeah, and he's like, oh, can you get it? Can you get it? Can you get? Can I get it tomorrow morning? I was like, well, normally it's twenty four hours, but you know, we can probably get it done. And he's like, oh, that's great. That's great. You guys are great. Thank you. Uh, I was like. He's like, I, what is your name? I was like, it's Andy. And he's like, and who's the N lady who was helping me? Oh. And I was just like, uh, Donna? <laughs> like, and he was just like, and I was just like, and I continued the order and I was just like, oh God. Like, I, like, I didn't know what to do. Like, it's just, I, I'm just going to say right now, Especially back then, I am in a very the flight fight or freeze. I'm always a freeze guy. Mm-hmm. I will oh like when it like I'm just like you know I wish I was the guy that was like hey that's not allowed sir I, <laughs> like, or, how dare you <laughs> how dare you oh, dick. Uh, uh, but like so like I was like oh god and then like later I was like. Like uh, I was doing like another job because I had something that was more pressing. And then like I was, you know, I was hanging out with Donna and then Donna was like, oh, what happened to those blue oversized? We should start getting we should start doing them for that nice man. And I was like, I'll do them, Donna. (laughs) You don't have to get your hands dirty with this one. (laughs) Why don't you go back in the back again? You didn't want her to see what the blueprints were. They were actually for a horse stable for human beings. Yes. He's just building like some really weird shit that a racist would build. Is this a lifetime? Is this a life size uh, replication of the ship from Amistad? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is, he was like a regular too. He came in. I remember him coming all the time, and he was like, he was just like a real like old school. Like I think he was like a fucking vet too, and like uh, yeah, and but was, still, no, I know, but it's just like one of those things. It's just kind of like. Uh, but yeah, it's shocking. Yeah, and 
the, like, the thing that yeah the, the fact that wait he, for her to go in the back and we were just two white guys and you thought you could drop that bro yeah do Where i you, look i really do i look like racist meatloaf over see, here <laughs> <laughs> that's when you pull out a steve martin from the jerk mm-hmm. i will have you know that yeah. i am a yeah <laughs> just 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 it was so i just was like it was such a cringy like oh my god like I didn't like it's that's wild I know and it's sad because there was just like a moment where you like in the moment you really do wish you are the person that is like stands up for Mm -hmm. him you know but then it's just like when when your metal is actually tested right you're just like oh oh I'm kind of a piece of shit like kind of thing yeah but how old were you when this was going on this sounds like it was a while uh, back oh I was a 40 <laughs> no uh, no I, was, I think i was in my uh early 20s or, or it was later it, 20s so do i look like grand wizard meatloaf over here <laughs> <laughs> um so by the burning cross light <laughs> yes. uh so, so when you weren't serving racists at kinko's yeah holy shit I was serving but, racist audiences at night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I that was a pretty. <laughs> I mean, I mean, most of the time when work when it comes to work, uh, like it's just so mind-numbingly dull. Like you know, I nothing happened, and it's just like such the same thing over and over again. It's just like. I think that's like the real thing. Like the the real thing is like uh I know that not to segue you too much, but like wow. like when you get like a, a Karen or an irate customer, at least that's something interesting and is like good story fodder. Mm-hmm. I mean the, the real thing that really is the test of the the service industry is just like the like standing on your feet all day and just like dealing with the same monotonous bullshit all day and of course customers don't help when they're no. horrible but right. it's just like the 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 the, right. the pressure you're putting on your body and your like your mental yes but no i i mean it depends on how you do it because it's it like I, I worked i worked overnights at, like i was i managed overnights at a gas station and it was me and one other guy, and there was rarely anyone. We spent most of the time getting high in the car wash, and like <laughs> it's we would get so high in the car wash, and we would technically never leave the gas station, and we were right there, and we could see the front if anyone came in, and we got, and then we'd play. They they would sell uh, little mini footballs at the gas station, <laughs> uh, and so we would play football like it's. Like so one of us would be the quarterback and then you'd cut down the, you know, the aisles, like you just, uh, you know, a little Jerry Rice, like a little juke move to the coins. Mm-hmm. You fucking, you know, you do a little spin move on the corn nuts. You're going deep. I'm open, dude. Like, it's- <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> then, you, then you end up. Then you end up- me, bro. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I didn't have any wonderful man-child managers. <laughs> Let's say that's how Joe uh, crushed the whole display of Frito Lay. Like, no, just- dude, that's how I, I, no, we had to stop playing football because. Uh, so I went up for a contested catch. Uh, it was me and the ATM contested 
Uh, I came down with the football, but I broke the ATM. And we were like, okay, as manager, I think football's over. Yeah, uh, and, like, and, and it also got kind of ruined when they started to introduce the instant replay. Yeah, you had the, yeah, the camera right there. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, you know, the game, the spirit of the game is gone. <laughs> <laughs> the purity of the game was gone. The, the, the yeah, film that, was there, and it just showed that, hey, you, you only had one foot in bounds, Joe. And then that's, yeah. that's why retired. he destroyed the ATM, actually. And went into the booth. I was hired by ABC to do booth stuff. They're like, it's... Booth stuff. Doing booth yeah. stuff sounds like a sexual into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Joe, Joe retired... Guys put, crinkled dollars into a machine and the window comes up and it's just me hey i'm doing boot stuff over here i like the idea that smoky i'm just hotboxing this little glass octagon it's just I like, plumes of I, smoke I, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, can I bring, play with myself i like the uh can i bring this down for a minute by saying that when you retired from football did you shoot yourself in the chest <laughs> like so many football players are known to do oh you gotta study the brain yeah they're like please study my brain <laughs> i mean joe's brain, brain does need to be studied after it dies <laughs> but for very different reasons not cte i would uh i totally i'd i'd uh for science Science. Science. I uh, I want to. Uh, I am one of those people that I'm very. Have you guys heard? Uh, started in the Upper Northwest. Um, these cremation companies that will turn your your dead body into into dirt. So they yeah. turn you into like eight bags of fucking dirt, and it's, it's awesome. Dirt. And it's it's a ton of dirt. And it's it's I think it's awesome and genius. And instead of like putting a bunch of poison in a in your they like in the embalming process and then putting that in a box and then putting that in the earth, that sounds stupid as shit. And that seems old and and dumb. Like turn yourself into dirt. Now you and then go plant it by a tree, and that's the fucking tree that grandpa that's grandpa in that tree now. Like it's go have a picnic under me. I'm very happy you brought this up because uh, that sounds like uh, my new uh, addendum to what I thought about cemeteries. I feel like cemeteries are such a waste. Yes, there's such great golf courses that are being unused. And golf courses are such a waste of land, too. Oh, no. <laughs> no I, the sport of, Andy, I'm going to get you into golf. It's a beautiful sport. No, you I already have the hat. I, no, no. Yes, you have no. the, the hat game is on point. We're gonna get you into knickers. What do you know about knickers? No, no. You know uh, we know that that's pants? we know that that's not what that guy yeah, said. That's, in that that, story. that's not what that guy said. <laughs> well, well, I, I, uh, I listened to a whole uh, podcast thing about it. Excuse me, and uh, yeah. and I don't mind golf courses uh, because in uh, I know that in Ireland or Scotland that Scotland. the is it Scotland the that, yeah they they sheep mm-hmm. no like uh, the the sheep they like let sheep on the course that's like where they live right yeah, yeah but there's also the grass down well there's also the uh that their their courses are open to the public when people are not playing golf like people can are freely free to roam on the golf course and not really? play golf yeah there's like the parks too oh. And that, I'm parks like, where yeah. you could parks where you could die at <laughs> yes. any moment because the sport of golf is dangerous. 
No, you, I'm are, not... you are smacking a tiny little, a little ball, a little hard ball, just all over the place. Most people have no, no accurate directing of where it's kind of a, it's a spray and pray scenario where well, you're just taking a, a smack at it and hoping that it goes towards that fucking flag. Well, I guess I'm just against, away. I'm just against the idea of having it just for rich people. And, Agreed. Uh, Agreed. I mean, I love, I mean, well, I, I actually, cause I have a bad shoulder. I don't know if I, I used to love going to the driving range though and everything. I thought that was a lot of fun. Hitting oh, the ball is just fun. Dude, but, that was one of my favorite things when we lived in New York. And Chelsea Piers. At Chelsea Piers. Yeah. I would have my fucking golf bag on the L train. And I'd be <laughs> sitting there with my fucking golf bag on the L train. And I'd have, uh, I, I'd have, a, a like, in my bag, I'd have liquor and weed. And I would always post up on one of the ends on the second level, on, the, <laughs> on one of the ends. And then I'd just poke my head out and just smoke weed and cigarettes and i'd be just i would have my and i'd try to fucking knock it knock the ball into the water or hit one of those super <laughs> yachts even though you can't because the netting's there but i'd aim for yeah. one of the super yachts a boy i was aiming dream. for a yacht yeah uh so, so andy fuck you bezos and then yeah you know, just <laughs> before bezos <laughs> before bezos that's BB. That's a, that's a, that started. That was the year two thousand. Was BB and a, and then it's AB after AB. two thousand after Bezos. So you, you you got done working at the Kinkos. Let's talk about another spot. What what's some other jobs that you've done? Um, I had a weird uh one time gig. Um, I I'll try not to use any names because it's such a weird specific story. Just to show you that how much I fuck up regularly. <laughs> um. My friend once hired me because he uh, he had a girlfriend who was uh, had an art gallery showing, and her art is um, not that great. <laughs> oh, so she's an artist. <laughs> yeah, she was an artist. One and, of the uh, many. And my friend anonymously bought one of her paintings <laughs> from the gallery to kind of give her. An ego boost. <laughs> just being sweet. That's a nice, nice yeah. thing to do. Yeah. So like he, he sees the behind the scenes. She's a little sad. Nobody buys my art, my dumb yes. art. So he asked I'm me. I'm not a good artist. Nobody buys any of my stuff. Yeah. And at the time, he's like, oh, you're not doing anything. Yeah, he's uh, just trying to get a you mind? Sucked. He's like, ah, would you, you know, mind if somebody going... buys some of her art, she'll finally blow me again. Would you mind going to uh, Long Island and picking it up? <laughs> Uh, and so like, I didn't have a car at the time. So he paid me to go to Long Island, pick up the art and pay for it and then come back. And like, the thing I remember was this, like, for some reason I just wanted to, cause it was going to go was just going to take up so much time. So I had to Are take, you just taking the Long Island railroad to hit? Yes. Hill? Yes. I forgot. <laughs> like, Massapequa. I, I think it was also like on a double decker train. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember I went, I got there fine. And I went there really early as soon as it opened because I just didn't want it to kill my whole day. So I just wanted to go early, get it done, and then go back. Dude, the double decker trains are the ones that have to go really far out on the island, too. Yeah. So those are the ones that like go way out there. So you could have been out all the way out to Ronkonkoma. 
Yeah. That's uh, my favorite. That's my favorite one to say. Right. So I remember I was like on the train. So like, I think he paid like 10 grand <laughs> or, or I, I don't know. He paid a lot for the, the painting. And so I have it with me. I'm carrying it. I'm so tired because I didn't sleep or whatever. And I, I, I got on the train and then I had to transfer at one station. Please tell and, me you left the painting on the train. And then I left the painting on the train. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, God, I can't believe I left the painting on the train. Shit. Like, and I was like panicked. I was like, oh, my God, I, what do I do? Like, and like, you know, so I ended up like, and I, like I talked to the, like, lo and behold, for some reason, the train kind of, that train kind of like shuttles yeah. between those two points, really. So, like, I had to wait, like, an additional hour in the middle of fucking, I don't remember where in Long Island, like, (laughs) and, like, I'm just, like, waiting for the train to come back, and luckily, it was still there, and I grabbed it. (laughs) See something, say something, Long Island. Uh, And then I took it. That wasn't a suspicious package that was uh, left on the train. It was so bad, people didn't want to steal it. Yeah. I, you know, I got it back and <laughs> I got like, did you tell I, your friend? Uh, yeah, I kind of left it on the run Conkama train. Uh, well, that's the funny, it. that's the funny thing about it is just like, I was like, uh, this is one of those things I'm not going to tell anybody, I guess. <laughs> no uh, one needs to know. Yeah. Did so, you know? What did he do with the painting? Cause he, that was the thing it. when, when I went to him, I was just like, all right, so here it is. He's like, oh, great. He's like, do you want it? <laughs> so you, you could have left it on the train, and that would have been, he would have been like, great, awesome. Yeah. Perfect. But then well, he was like, you, a, can't, you can't bring it back to the house. Yeah, you right. can't have any of the evidence. He asked me if I wanted it, and he's like, oh, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, I would have <laughs> kept it. Holy yeah. shit. And, that, and, I, then, and then if it didn't work out with him and that chick, and then you could have been like, hey, you want to fucking. I like it was I like your me art. the whole time, Mister yeah. Charming yeah. Man, who gets you? And uh, you still never blew me. That's <laughs> why it didn't work. I, uh, I, I don't know whatever happened with it, but it, it was, uh, it was so really funny. I feel like they, I have a strong feeling that both of them probably would not listen. But, uh, but <laughs> if you podcast, people. how dare you? <laughs> this is the most listened to podcast about customer service that involves Minnesota and New York. Okay. We're the, oh, okay. Number, we're the number one baby. Uh, you know what? Like you, you've helped multiple people, multiple friends of yours with uh, their girlfriend's ugly artwork and anonymous. Yeah. This was one of the times <laughs> it went You're wrong. a saint. If that person's yeah. listening, that's the time that it went See, right. That, that makes up for you not saying anything at the Kinko's right there. That yeah. was your, that was your mitzvah. That's how you made it work. And- I felt, but it's just like, you know, the task is not that, like, I feel, don't you ever feel like when you have like a really simple task and then you fuck it up so, <laughs> and you're just like, Jesus Christ. The, <laughs> that hour or so that you had to wait for the train to come back, when you have that time to sit and stew in your fuck up. Yes. That, that you feel just so extra shitty because you have that extra time to come down on yourself and dress yourself down. And just be like, you fucking dumbass. How do well, you let me, this? I, 
I feel like do you I do you really have that joke? Because you seem like such a jovial, happy go lucky <laughs> guy a little like often, or at least when I talk to you. Or do you feel do you really stew a lot? Yourself? I, yeah, I mean, like in those in those moments of like where of fuck uppery where and yeah. then you have time to just sit there. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. My my brain is fucking so wackadoo. I remember shit. I feel bad for. I still have just because feelings of guilt from first grade playground. <laughs> I, so I was not, I was the third smallest kid in class in my class. And uh, I was mouthy and I would get bullied by the larger kids. So to distract them for, to like, I was like, Hey, let's, instead of bullying me, why don't we all bully the smallest kid in class and I pushed down Asif Siddiqui on the playground and I still feel bad. I listener. remember, I don't remember anyone. I barely, okay. I remember two, like three people from fucking grade school. I remember my best friend, Brian Hines. I remember Dan Parenti and I remember, and I remember Asif Siddiqui because I pushed fucking Asif Siddiqui down and I fucking still feel guilt. Dan Parenti yeah. and Brian Hines were my two good friends. And, and I and I met I and I remember Miss Marino because I had a crush on her. She was my second grade teacher. Well, her, we all wanted to fuck Miss Marino. Her yeah, name was Miss Whitmarsh. And like one summer I came back from summer vacation and she had gotten married and she was like, Oh, I, I'm I'm she was Miss she was Miss Whitmarsh and now she was Mrs. Marino. And, and then I that's thought when you pushed her down. Dude, no, for I that's why I hated Dan Marino, because I thought that she got what? fucking married to <laughs> But she still needed to be a public school teacher. Yeah, I like, I like <laughs> he's, he's down she in did. fucking Miami. They come down, they play they come up here, they play the Jets all the time. Like it's in the division. I get like, you know, like it's I uh I remember toners. I remember there was a teacher I had uh uh because I was in special ed growing up. Mm-hmm. This is, explain some of my fuck uppery when I grew up and <laughs> messed up on regular tasks. But uh, Mrs. Rosen was this teacher I had, and like this is an elementary school, and like I don't know, I don't think a lot of other teachers did this, but she had like another persona where she would come in, she would be wearing like sunglasses and a hat, and she was like a different like character who was <laughs> lot like more fun. Wait, did your teacher like Carmen San Diego? <laughs> yeah, like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> I'm imagining. See, see, I'm just imagining like she has multiple personality disorder, and this is just like like this is just like the United States of your teacher. Uh, but I'm just <laughs> this is, is kind of like the lunatics running the nut house. Yeah, but let me tell you, that personality a lot more fuckable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she wore she she had nothing on under the uh, over the over under the overcoat like and uh, now the real lesson and then she hung out at Kinko's in the middle of the night is that what you're saying yeah. Joe yeah so any when you're not losing paintings and uh you know dealing with uh weird racists at a Kinko's some so what's some other things you've done like is another job well I thought this would be a good segue Miss Rosen if I didn't know any better I think you're trying to seduce me <laughs> um but um. I kind of felt like I I put the question to you guys if you think I was being a Karen uh myself. But 
I feel like it was justified, and it's it's interesting. I don't know. Well, we we can discuss, but uh, I will now jump forward to now. Uh, right now, I I have another part time. I have a regular kind of part time job. Um, a personal assistant, which I can't talk too much about because just for the privacy of my employer. Um, but uh, I'm also the building manager of the complex I live in. Sweet. Uh, Mr. And, Roper. Yeah. And uh, I work for the owners who lovely people and uh, it's a good deal. You know, it's just kind of essentially field whenever something breaks down at the building. I just kind of like get a, go through the vendor list and get the right person to fix it. Do you have a and tool so, belt? Do you go in the closet, put your tool belt on? Um, I find that there's like very few things that I can, we can actually fix ourselves. <laughs> like I That's don't, why you should definitely wear a tool belt. Yeah, I know. Especially since you can't fix 90% of it. And, and then in one of the holders, you should just put your cell phone. Yeah. And you're like, and uh, we'll to, take care of this to be, to be progressive though. My wife is a lot more handier than me. She, <laughs> somebody's towel rack kind of broke off and she fixed that recently so uh she comes in and fixes the stuff for you i love it well i mean but, we're like, both but you guys you guys get like you know like it's it's your abode you get like the you know yeah it's the discounts You're, she's keeping the the ball rolling yeah i mean we're both the managers too so oh, okay there you go okay um well, anyway i thought it would be really funny if you know she had her full-time job and you did this managing <laughs> part-time and then like you're like hey honey um Oh my god, that is like such a towel. I have a real trouble with this towel rag. She's trying to explain it to you on the phone. That is like such the sleazy, lazy husband that you always (laughs) hear about. It's like, um, so uh, I think even recently though, I think uh, we were at we had like kind of a fight too recently, and like I, I was in the wrong kind of thing, and. I don't know what came over me because I'm not this kind of person, but it led to this, the most interesting kind of work related incident, which was that um, we, we have a big uh, recycling like dumpster in a, in a trash like dumpster out by our alley. And the behind our building is another, a street that kind of dead ends to our front of our building. And on that that Dennett and Street is like a row of residential houses. Now, the people on the the row of residential houses will throw things in our dumpster constantly. Mm-hmm. We uh, this is weird. We put we've had like locks put on the dumpsters. Yeah, <laughs> because. Uh, because they gotten so full because people will abuse it. People just toss things. There was like a time before they started putting locks on it where it's just like overflowing, <laughs> you know, and it was just like, it, and it like, there's 12 people in the, in, in this whole complex, just 12 units. And enough for a dumpster. Yeah. Enough for a yeah. dumpster and maybe a little more, but that's fine. You know, but like at one point it was just overflowing. And because we're on the corner Everybody goes to our dumpster because because there's the, other the most central dumpster right yeah. to throw things in. So mm-hmm. it's always been an issue. And then when we put locks on it, for some reason, somebody keeps on breaking them off. 
What do you What do you mean? For some reason, it's you're not we allowing could, them to throw their residential trash out for free. No, but somebody somebody is like breaking the lock. Breaking the, the lock. Breaking the lock. Breaking the lock. Do, 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 breaking the sorry. And like here, here's the thing. I don't mind if homeless people go through it to get like recycling, right? Because they're actually helping. They're alleviating right. the issue. Yes, that's not the. They're, they're taking away. They're taking away. But like there's and there's one guy in particular who keeps throwing stuff in our dumpster. And it came at a time where he might lock- also be the guy. I'm not a Columbo here. Uh, and one more thing. And then the one uh, thing. I think this guy yes. might be the one breaking your locks. <laughs> I don't know if it's him. It might be just a homeless guy who wants to get in. But I don't know who's breaking the locks off. We always have to get new ones on. And the code is just the zip code. So mm-hmm. like I don't know. Like you don't have to be. And I, like, even if you don't, even if you don't know that the code is the zip code, the code is written on the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, maybe I should try this number written on the dumpster. No, the no, I'll no, just no. get the bolt cutters. <laughs> so, uh, somebody like didn't break it down. My wife saw him, saw him put a whole big box into the recycling, which was already pretty full now. Uh, and he just walked down there, put it in, and then went back, walked back to his house. <laughs> now, I just want to note, we don't like the people with houses because we live in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> They're already and, rubbing it in. Yeah, fuck yeah. you, basement havers. Yeah. So I got home, and my wife was like, that guy who lives in the house, you know, this house, you, she, she has made notable uh, occasions where she's like I don't like this house because not to mention because they did they painted a lot of things like black on the house it just doesn't look appealing anyway she's like you live next to the Batman and Barbie house (laughs) yes (laughs) she's like that guy I just saw him do it too I just saw him he just threw this whole big box didn't even break it down and and like I just got home from work she told me about it and like, I felt like I wanted to win some points with her because I had this like argument. I was like, she's like, I want to like write him a note or something. I was like, I'll just go, I'll just, I'll say something. Uh-huh. And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'll just say something to him, you know? And, okay. and I was like, she's like, well, what are you going to say? I was like, I'll be reasonable. I promise. <laughs> and I was like, don't get me wrong. I was still kind of nervous because I don't do this type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I You're go a freeze to- guy. We talked yeah, about this I- earlier. <laughs> yes. So I walked up to his door, ring the doorbell, he answers. And I was like, hey, it's not a big deal this time, honestly. Um, but uh, there's some recycling. There's a big box that wasn't broken down that was put in our thing. I don't care, honestly, right now, but ideally in the future, I'm not going to, can you not put your box Mm -hmm. in there? His response, he said, oh, really? Oh, wow, that's crazy. Oh, I don't know. I mean, someone, you know, like things get taken off my porch all the time. They must have taken it and took the thing out. And put it in the recycling. Oh, man, that's crazy. 
and I was like gaslighting you at this point. And I was just like, really? And I was like, and then I I did kind of freeze during that moment. (laughs) Or I was just like, uh, well, I I was just like, uh, but, but I, I was just like, so, well, whatever the situation is, I just want you to be mindful that you should like, he's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's like, yeah, I mean, well, and somebody must've done that. Like (laughs) took it and put it in there. Like I was like, and then like I walked away and I was just like, Oh my God. You know, he closed the door. I walked away and I was like, Oh my God, this guy. So I went into the recycling box, (laughs) went into the recycling, took the box out, went back to his door, knocked on it. He rang it. He's like, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm sorry that your things got stolen. You'll probably want the box back so you can tell the company what happened. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the box. Because I figured you'd want it back so you can, you know, contact them. Make your claim against Amazon. Yeah, make your claim against Amazon. Tell them that you... Somebody stole your stuff stuff. and put the box in my recycling. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. and so here you go. Here's your box back. And he's like, oh, yeah, thank you. It's exactly (laughs) what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah. Yeah, so there's the box and Mm -hmm. um, I'll see you around. (laughs) And then I walked away. (laughs) <laughs> uh, tell me you went back upstairs because you know your girl was watching from the window like to make sure you were okay just in case she didn't have to you know call the cops and whatnot and then uh, she just saw you go walk up talk to the guy knock on the door talk to him for a minute come walk back down to the recycling grab the boxes and be such a fucking man with a with his big fucking giant swinging dick take the boxes back go fucking leave them with the guy like have another conversation no altercation yeah. what a oh she was just sitting up there stewing in her own juices you, you must have had you must have had great... what is this howard stern all of a sudden back no, in the no, no, no. I, like, I'm, and I'm then just you it right yeah yeah you, you did a good right you did, yeah. you did a good so well, now good. so andy and now some... they have beetlejuice on the show right yeah, yeah. They, oh, you did oh, some God. maintenance to a pipes. So, so, so you're you're wondering if you're being a Karen in that situation? Is that because um, you're gonna? Well, that... well, yeah, that I know that's gonna segue into the thing. But let me just say two lessons in life. Uh, I feel like when you do something wrong, admit that you did it. Because, mm-hmm. like, if he just said, "Oh man, I'm sorry, I didn't know." Yeah, my yeah, bad. I won't do that again. I won't do it again. Even yeah. if you don't, yeah. even if you don't mean that you won't, and you're going to do it again. Yeah, even if he does it again, I would have still respect him for just at least saying, "My bad." Oh, sorry. Yeah, my yeah. bad. Like that's totally fine. I don't care. But the fact that he lied made me go, <laughs> you know, like he came up with a weird, convoluted. It was such a convoluted lie. Oh, somebody must have stole my packages. And and, and And, then they didn't break it down. And then how this thief was like like socially responsible enough to recycle. (laughs) Yeah. But not responsible enough to break the box down. Yeah. I'm gonna steal whatever's in this box, but uh, you know what I do? I like seahorses. I love turtles. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna make sure this gets into the when but I, go I don't to like start... people, so I'm not going to break the box down. Oh, look, there is the nearest recycling receptacle. <laughs> uh, but 
just don't lie. Just like own up to it. And at the very least, just fake sincerity. Just to placate people. Just and just, just pretend. Just <laughs> pretend. Just yeah. be say, oh, I won't do it again. And it's fine it's, if you What I would least... have done. I'm gonna tell you yeah. what I would have done in this scenario. Okay. I wouldn't have knocked on his door. I just would have like made sure bag. like in the cover of the night, I would have kept the box and then in the cover that I would just put it back on his on his doorstep. Mm. And just, you know, and then and then he's like, What the fuck? And like I, I thought I and then let him go back and, and do the same thing. And then and then you take the box, just just be petty and then just just continue and then put it in different places on his property. Just it's like the box it's boxes behind a tree, sort of, but it's still peeking out. Or right. it's a it's a you know, the next time it's it's in his window well in the basement, all of a sudden there's a box there. Like, well, <laughs> and then he has to buy a ring camera, right? Then he has yeah. to buy a ring camera, and that's when you or buy you a mask. should film it and then you should film it. And then uh, him going back and forth, always taking the box back to the recycling, you taking the recycling back over to his porch and this like, and then set it to Benny Hill theme and put it it on YouTube. And and this is going to be TikTok viral, right? Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy that TikTok money, bro. As much as, as much as I feel, I feel justified, Mm -hmm. but as much as I feel justified, I feel like that one point because uh, my wife was able to look him up. He's like he works in like television and everything, and I'm worried that like he's what? gonna be like I'm gonna get some acting gig. He's gonna be yeah, he's gonna be like so, Mister Box Guy. And like oh, because he doesn't because he he puts his boxes in your recycling, and then he of course doesn't take the label off that says what his name and address is. Right, exactly. So like can... at the very least, do that too. Yes. Yeah, get rid or of your tracks it. or break or break it down so it yeah. doesn't take up as much space. Uh yeah, that's a that's a weird that's a weird fight to fight. Like the dumpster fight is a very hard thing to. I know, uh, and it seems, but it seems like so petty because there's like yes. a thing where there's something funny about the the phrase dumpster fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumpster fight sounds like uh like one of the pay per views when they used to do bum fights like that sounds yeah, like that yeah. the, it's the dumpster brawl the doodle <laughs> they're fighting uh, for a sandwich but the I don't I mean it's just like it is like kind of good just a segue for you it does seem like a Karen thing to be like I don't know why anyone's putting garbage in my thing like, well, like okay yes you had a, you no. had a, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm on the fence. I, I understand where you're coming from, Andy. I think Joe does too. Yeah. Uh, like and but we've all put we've all put garbage in someone else's dumpster. I, yeah. Which, I again, that also sounds it. like a sexual euphemism. Yeah, <laughs> I've put it in her dumpster a few times. I I put like, a lot of garbage in a dumpster. Yeah, I put a lot of garbage in her dumpster. Oh, by the way, do you know that dumpster is actually a trademark word? It's wait, what? really? Is yes. it like Kleenex or Band Aid? Yes, yes. Weird. Yes, I've heard dumpster is the name. Of, it's supposed it's, to be like trash receptacle. Large, That's what I've heard. <laughs> large trash receptacle. I think there's always the joke when somebody says uh, it's it was created by John Dumpster. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, of uh, the Connecticut dumpsters. Yes, very uh, affluent, but also very racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Actually, John Dumpster was the guy who said, you know, that talked about that really nice uh, N-word working in the uh, yeah. Kinko. That was John Dumpster. That was the blueprints that. for the, yeah, the dumpster plants where they <laughs> make the dumpsters. dumpsters. <laughs> actually, that's how they got how they got rid of the old dumpsters is they just had extra fires. Actually, the, it's not very far from the tree. If I'm going to read the quick thing that I Googled, which says the word dumpster first used commercially in 1936 came from Dempsey's dumpsters stump system of mechanically loading the contents of standardized containers onto truck garbage trucks, which was patented by the dump, the dumpster, the dumpster brothers in 1935. Uh, the hey, containers. Do you, called- a, do you have a lot of trash? Well, we have a receptacle. We have a mechanically moved receptacle. <laughs> we're the Dempsey brothers and we do dumpsters. If, if you have a, if you have a, if you have trash called Dempsey's. Dempsey's uh, so- dumpsters. So that, it was actually, not, just it. pick up your phone and dial the number four. But it was, uh, it's because of these, <laughs> that they these, had the fourth uh, phone number. Anyway, so I think it's just fun. Uh, well, it's, it's interesting you bring up Karen's and just tell the operator Dempsey's, and they'll put you right through. <laughs> Demp- Dempster. It's actually Dempsters. Dempster. It is Dempster. And they, they combined it with dump. Demp- Dempster. When you think dump, I want you to think dump. When, when you think trash, think dumpster. <laughs> Jesus. Now, I'm more curious about the origins of cum Cleaning dumpster. up America's garbage since 19, th- 1936. <laughs> and there was one woman one day who was so such a skanky woman. They she was a woman were- of ill repute who had a mouth on her. Her name no. was Sandra Dempster come dumpster. And that's where we get the words. She was the first come dumpster. She was the very first come dumpster. But she won't be the last, no. I just now I'm thinking of like an old newsreel from like the 1930s. The dumpsters have come to reorganize the trash. You know it's so crazy. The future that- of trash is here. It's so so it's so strange that like a long time ago that there was just no more throwing your garbage out the front window. That there was like roaming dogs on the street. Yeah, that was like a th- that was like an issue because like, people all the garbage. throwing buckets of feces out their windows onto the street. That was a, that was what we did. I know, but there's just like the dogs roaming the street. That is just like they're like Feral. oh yeah, they're just like oh yeah, it's okay. We have. Just these wolf-like creatures roaming around. Like they were not pets; they were like keeping the cats at bay, and the cats were keeping the, the rats, rats at, bay. at bay, and, and the, the rats, rats were, keeping were keeping the mice at bay, and the mice yes. were keeping the cockroach. It the was an ecosystem. Yes, yeah, very yeah. delicate. Anyway, well, it, very it's appropriate disgusting. that you're talking about buckets of shit, um, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> We uh we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about our former jobs. No, we also exist to battle the scourge that is known as Karens. But before we go into our next segment, Andy Rocco, how would you define a Karen? Um, somebody who has no self awareness and is guile a little bit guileless <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, an obstinate, I guess. Mm-hmm. Those are, I think, those are the main things. Uh, I think, oddly, we inherited this job because the lady who was the building manager before us 
who was named Karen. Mm-hmm. But she was our Karen and was a bit of a Karen. <laughs> um, and but she was our Karen. She made sure things like nobody was just like trespassing for no reason kind of thing. And so it was, she would Karen on them, mm-hmm. but not yes. on you. Right. And it she was, was all for- sweet Karen to you and, and Karen Karen to them. Yes, but she was she was doing it all for the good of the building, though. She was right. not. Um, sadly, she passed away during the pandemic, oh. and then we had there was a the there was another manager in between who was managing other buildings for the owners and everything. But the point is, uh, you guys uh, in uh, in solidarity, you guys all went to uh, a TGI Fridays and lambasted the manager. For <laughs> yes, Karen. Exactly. yes, all while wearing black armbands. We yeah. all want to speak to the manager. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, she, there is like a certain person where you want someone who is going, I think there's like kind of a thing. And I think there's a lot of Karens out there who think they're being like helpful, the pit bull, for the good of the, the people or being the bit or being the pit bull of the, for the people. Yes. But they're, and those people are, we need them because if you're a freeze person in flight, fight or freeze Mm -hmm. you need the you need that pit bull you want like a ruthless person to take care of you Mm -hmm. but you they but they have to know their battles and i think sometimes they don't know their battles and it's kind of sad because i think a lot of them are just generally mentally ill (laughs) (laughs) like they just like they just didn't understand it and they're like oh i dude okay you just cracked the code Andy, first off, you said uh, you, no one else has has uh, just people that Karens are unaware mm-hmm. that of of what they do. No one, no one's brought that up. Their unawareness, and that's, that's a first. Yeah, it's awful history right there. And I think uh, I think you are one hundred percent right that in the coming years we are going to have some sort of Karens disease to where it turns out all these angry ladies just had like a weird fucking lead poisoning. Yeah. Or like too much of one hormone or not enough of like, it's, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, well, you know, like, well, they're missing, I, they're missing vitamin what E. Did, what did you know, have? Vitamin like e, a, I mean, oversized empathy. thyroid. Yeah. Just, they're well, missing empathy, vitamin E. Well, right? it's kind of yeah. like, this is like kind of a weird joke. I never perfected, but it's kind of like, I don't like, I don't, as like, here's a great stand. I don't like racist people. You know, I don't like, I don't very bold, very bold. Yeah. I don't like Nazis, but like, there is a thing where if you think about like the people who become like Nazis today, like their lives are just so fucked up that they, and they needed somebody to connect with. And it's just like so sad and kind of heartbreaking that the only thing they could find is Nazi being a Nazi, they're like, oh, finally somebody, you know, gets me. Yeah, somebody gets me, and it also makes me realize they n- never saw Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and that's also sad to me because Indiana yes. Jones is amazing. Like, Not never the Jones. Uh, and it just like there is like kind of a thing when I see it, I just kind of do feel bad because it's just like to me they just seem like, oh my god. This is just a mentally ill person. Yeah. Andy, I like, I could, I just picturing like you and your wife on the couch and like, she like looks over at you. She's like, why do you always cry when we're watching Temple of Doom? (laughs) It's like for all those, because there's some people 
that become Nazis and they just wouldn't have if they just wanted. Well, uh, excuse me, Temple of Doom doesn't have any Nazis. Oh, yeah, you're in right. it. Okay, yeah. Sorry, it's I... the people of Moram and <laughs> excuse, excuse me. Okay. They are the, anyway. They're the they're the thuggy uh, the thuggy try uh, cult. Hey, has anyone taken that snakes with arms uh, thing that was going on the internet where people would take pictures of snakes and put stick figure arms on it and give them oh, emotions? Yeah. No one did that with uh, with Indiana Jones with Raiders. Yeah. Oh God, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm sure it happened. Anyway, yes. Well, each and every week, Andy, we look at different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Uh, sometimes they're just tweets or handwritten notes, and these are done by these Karens. And it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. 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 This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Each and every week, fellow contributor, former third Mike, and general saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson, dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here's Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Very dissatisfied. It was cold to begin with. We were told they were having an electric problem. My husband recommended an HVAC company, but the waitress got snarky. French onion soup was so-so, but bread soaked up all the broth and bowl was half filled with onions. I ordered a Belgian waffle and they give you a little piece of butter, about size of a quarter. When asked for more, it came out and it was hard as a rock. Husband had burger, lettuce was wilted, tomato wasn't ripe, and he asked for a large slice of onion. And it was about the size of a 50-cent piece. Overall, the restaurant doesn't have a pleasant, inviting aroma for a restaurant. Having a business downtown is hard enough, but you have to have the appearance and aroma for people to want to come in. And this doesn't have it. You walk by and there's nothing to draw you in. Big drawback, no parking. Okay. Okay. This was a this, two star review for a restaurant. If that guy mm. wanted onions, take it out of the French onion soup that you had. Yeah, exactly. Could be right. I'm like, it's, also, I love that. That's what a fucking French onion soup is. Yes. It's, it's bread and onions and, and a little cheese. broth. And and yeah. yeah. Also, you don't I like that. She was just like, hey, it soaked up all the bread. And I was like, well, why'd you put the bread in there then? Like, well, that's, that's, that's how French onion soup is. It's, yeah, you, it comes you put, with oh. like the bread on top. It comes with the bread oh, and, oh, okay. it's bread the, and the cheese. It's, it's oh, all, all French. Behind the veil to all you people who haven't worked in the restaurant industry, all French onion soup is beef broth yep. and onions. Onions. With like maybe a little bit of burgundy wine. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then some maybe and a then, little... Some like pepper, maybe, and, and, then, and, then, and then so they make the soup, and then when it's when they get it, they put some croutons or some bread, like chopped up bread. They put that in they there to soak the it up oh, a bit, okay. and then they put okay. a piece of cheese on top and like make it. It's a cheesy bready. It, it, it that's what French onion soup is, and like oh, yeah. it's just onions left over. Well, of I course. love 
This right. is what I hate about Yelp is yes. that Yelp has given people that don't understand food. No. Uh, the, the, the platform to uh, think that they're sh- that anyone cares about what they say. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, I wonder this lady probably reviewed a bunch of different stuff. She seems to like, she's like that she's going, she watched one episode of Gordon Ramsay's something. <laughs> and now she's like, you know, kitchen nightmares. And she's just mm-hmm. like, and the aroma and it's, everyone thinks they're Gordon Ramsay. Now it's yeah. like, Everyone thinks they're John Taffert. Yeah. Oh God. All the my, time. My patented. My patented. What, what does he have? Yeah. Like some so sort of patented system that is. A, yeah. That's how you gotta make the profit. But it's so true. They come in. They come it's in. A like, POS you can't do system. That. John Taffert says you can't do that. I'm like, yeah, it's illegal in his state. I'm gonna just say uh, two things. One, I'm sorry. I I don't eat French onion soup regularly. I'm not. A, I, I don't. No, it's fine. Been. So no. I don't. I we didn't both have been that, servers, so like we right. both had to make French onion soup a million times. I will say something about just bad reviews that people put in general is that restaurants already having a restaurant is already a huge uphill battle. Like, right. like they like they don't really need bad reviews. Like, no, not at all. Like, you know, like there, if you just didn't, if there was, if nobody could ever give a bad review, restaurants would still close at the rate yes. that they do. Like, like having somebody point out what a, what a, the bad job you did is not like, I don't know how like it's helpful to anybody. <laughs> Like, really? I mean, it's just like the restaurant will probably die because of the location, mainly. (laughs) Because rent or because of bad ordering or because of bad business choices. Like, there's so many other reasons for a restaurant to close. Yes. But it's just like the idea. But it's just like but people who own It'll get a bad reputation. If it's bad, it's bad. Like, people don't go there. You don't need (laughs) you to be our fucking uh, eyes and ears on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think people should do bad restaurant reviews for like chains, maybe because some chains quality chain varies a little bit, but it's just like, but the idea that somebody like reviews like an independent restaurant, like you're essentially you're fighting amongst yourself. You're fighting somebody who probably makes the same amount of money (laughs) as you do. (laughs) That tried to do their own thing that didn't want to work for corporate and was trying to do their own little mom and pop. I can, I can do a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it, I, I, and that's why I'm sad that the Dick's last resort model of restauranting uh, wasn't successful because that would have been great for Yelp. I would have loved the Yelp where a restaurant gets on and responds. We don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't come here anymore. Then it, like, it's your band. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't need you. I don't. This seems don't, like a. Hmm. This one just seemed like a pretty typical like complaint of like I don't know if I could really spy I I want to try to find something humorous about it. Oop, I think you guys froze. No. Oh no. no. Oh no. no <laughs> we'll do that sometime. Uh, we uh, just stop moving. <laughs> yeah. just... I I just don't think that uh, uh, it's just so strange that it, uh, it's like sometimes bad reviews. I feel like they have to be like really like clearly showing some level of like instability on the uh, reviewers part like well, if, you, if you look at the fact that the, the person 
had terrible grammar. Was not using any run on sentences, everything like that. That's and then my husband told the waitress about oh, an yeah. HVAC company. The waitress yes. has nothing to do with those decisions. What, that, is, what is the HVAC thing? What that's for that? like for like the for like the heating, heating and, and air conditioning. Remember, that was too cold when they came in. Yes, oh. that was that that part. I like did that's something like you about. bring the manager over. Like, hey, can bring your, send your manager over. Like, hey, I know a good guy. He can do some real good work for you. That's different. But the, the waitress has nothing to do. I love right? that the lady thought the place was cold, right? And so mm-hmm. she, the husband, automatically was like, "Hey, uh, you you got a screwed up uh, HVAC here, so we can. Uh, I know a guy that can take care of that." You're right, dude. The waitress is like, "What? What are you talking about? Do you want soda?" <laughs> I'm I'm here for your beverage order. Like mm-hmm. what? What HVAC? I I guess, she's like I don't even know what HVAC means. Like, I'd be, be like, uh, hey, she got starky. Hey, I couldn't help but notice that you don't have any horror movie memorabilia. It has so happens that I sell horror movie <laughs> memorabilia. <laughs> Let me introduce myself. My name's Andy Rocco. I sell horror movie memorabilia. It's just a little side hustle I have. Yeah, I here's my business I... card. It's uh, <laughs> Andy's horror, horror movie memorabilia. I couldn't help but I feel like the French M soup could have been better if uh, you had maybe a wolfman hanging around on <laughs> yeah, the 100%. table. <laughs> Uh, oh wait, knows. you're talking like a full figurine. <laughs> I uh, I think a Bella Lugosi poster would go <laughs> perfectly. I mean, I feel like yeah, that's. I think if the guy was, uh, had I wouldn't sales, notice if the, he had a sales pitch for the type of heating supply. I would mm-hmm. say maybe that makes sense, but just to bring it up that you need one, mm-hmm. just because your wife is cold. Yeah, <laughs> she's always cold. You're yeah. just going into places always like, hey, uh, I know a guy that could fix your heat. It's like our heat's <laughs> fine. Your wife has terrible mm-hmm. fucking. She has poor circulation in her body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I promised this Scott. He gave me a discount, and if I find five other people <laughs> who could, I can get a full discount on the heating thing that he's doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my he, wife is pretty cold in here. She's cold everywhere. She's but, cold yeah. everywhere. That's not the point. Please, just... I just know a guy. I know a guy. Humor her. Humor her. Uh, yeah. Well, sometimes, when you don't know what goes in a French onion soup, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Well, mm. how can it fail? How can you fuck up French onion soup? Everything was spread away. I had my plan written down. I had my plan written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why. Sorry, I didn't hit the post there on that one. That's okay. <laughs> We're still adjusting. It's fine. Um, I haven't. I haven't been on the podcast, and I need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Andy, each and every week we look at different businesses, uh, restaurant items, menus, but mostly we look at commercials and uh, training videos, and we ask ourselves what. Why do you think that didn't work out so well for him? And uh, anyone who's been a listener of our podcast over the last, yes. oh, I don't know, few episodes at least, minimum like probably last five, knows that we have a special pitch man that we cannot yes. get over. Uh, the guy, his name is, is Mac Norton. Mac Norton. Uh, and he's a pitch man uh, for a, is it Cincinnati or Cleveland? I can't figure it out. Cleveland. That's oh, like Cleveland. It. It's a Cleveland furniture store. Yeah. That he owns. And uh, 
You're talking. It's funny that you're talking no, about no, figurines. That you're talking yeah. about like horror figurines and things. Because this man absolutely yeah. loves life size, life size things. He also has a flair for the dramatic. Oh yes. And we've just been obsessed with him. And it's again uh, another. We're going to do look through a few episodes, a few of his commercials because they're all quick shots. Yeah. Of uh, G. I all right. I'm excited. <laughs> My fellow Americans, oh, boy. <laughs> now, seriously, if you can't get credit in my store, you can't get credit anywhere. Can you promise same day delivery? My name is Mark, and you can count on it. <laughs> Okay, so this one, he had the green screen out again. No, yeah, he's no been playing figurines. with the green. A lot, a lot of the ones we watch are green, green screen. He's, he's growing his like artistic. They started with just, he would just shoot it in the store with couches mm-hmm. and sofas and, and giant and beds fucking figurines. And giant figurines everywhere. Uh, yeah. Now he's he's got, so we, we've deduced that he takes his employees and shoots these commercials. Uh, uh like you know the the fat guy on the left there he's like in shipping you no, know like it's she's like, a sale the, the one who asked the question is just a sales girl yeah she's well, let sale- me just say that it is like it's a furniture store yeah and the fact that the the furniture that they're using is probably furniture they sell yes probably. exactly it, yes. but it's like extremely incidental it's just like <laughs> it's just not part of to, the commercial at all it's not part of the commercial it's like no. we need to sell this press conference idea let's use some <laughs> chairs that do showcase the chairs also chairs, chairs you would never see in an actual press in an conference. actual these press are, conference these are yeah. ones from like the chairs. kitchen tables yes, yeah. yes. and it's just fancy like, kitchen chairs but they're not but you're not even showing them off really no. or no, like, it's just he's it's apparently he's running for president yeah oh, mark, mark you have my vote and okay. he also is like he kind of sounds like james Mason, how- but like <laughs> less charismatic and less like uh oh. and slower he's just like oh what a, oh what a charming guy yeah it's uh it's james, it's james mason with a um South Boston uh, accent. Yeah. What now? What is it when you have to cut the hole in your throat because you smoke too much? Oh, tracheotomy. Yeah. Yes. He sounds like James Mason with a tracheotomy, who's Trache- doing an impression of, uh, who's doing an impression of Eugene Levy from A Mighty Wind. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It's a very, uh, so, so that one he's running for president. Apparently, this one is. Uh, I you just 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 watch. Okay. Man, if I could do it with it just one more time. Just use the protection, all right? It'd be so close, so special, so personal. Rolla, how's your credit? Stinks, man. Hey, listen to me. If you can't get credit more than furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. Do you mean it, man? Well, you, uh, we want to score, don't you? Can you pause this real quick? Oh, can you go back (laughs) to the, to the scene? All right. So to set the scene, we've got, uh, a little jazzy. We got a, uh, what is the guy? Is is that a, it's like a pipe. 
He's holding a lead pipe. All right. So no, no I was talking about the guy in the foreground here, the main guy that that was doing the, the like the scatting. Not the not the poor guy, not the bad credit guy, but the guy all the way on the left. He, what is he's, he holding? He's not. Hold, he's just lamp? leaning against a lamp post that's not on. Does it? But does it also have like? It's not on, bones? and it's not. And it's also not proportioned to an actual lamp post. And yeah. the the <laughs> lampshade is black. The background is black. Yeah, so it's just kind of fades uh, in with so everything. So you can't really see anything. And, and also, so it's am- all white guys except for the one black dude who I thought was holding a bass guitar, but poorly. It's like, like, like a lead pipe. Neck. He's just holding a lead pipe, and he's in front of a British the Doctor Who. No, no, no. This <laughs> the, is a British phone book. Phone booth. Uh, the British phone booth. Yeah. And this is the acting is so poor. It's wonderful. Yes. The, everyone's wearing sunglasses in the background. Yeah. Except for Mark. You, gotta, you, don't wanna, you don't want to hide the money. I also love this part. It was only for a split second. These guys are all trying to act tough. This guy's just hanging out with whatever the fuck is on. It's a six, six, nine something. This guy looks like he, he is it the number to no, it's not even the number to the Norton furniture. No, that it's would just be like okay. it's just like something that look you know, he's like, I bought he bought this, he bought this at like so a Ross jazzy. dress for less. And he's like, yeah. This will make me look gangster. Do you think it's do you think it's like an FM radio station? No, maybe. But but the guy, I think the guy, the the main character who's saying all the stuff aside okay, from how he wants to get laid. But he's wearing a if you look on when his long sleeve shirt, I think he's wearing a long sleeve corn, the rock band corn t shirt. Yeah. If you go a white like, vest. In a white vest. It's where it the do-rag with a top hat. Yeah. A Which shark is, tooth necklace. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is a shark tooth necklace. But, but no, you, know, you guys do you do do you see in the frame the most concerning thing? It's very subtle. The guy who's standing behind Mark has a gun pointed at the black guy's face. Oh, yeah. What's going on there? He just, just for a split second, just puts a gun. You know, but here's the thing. I, I do appreciate that his, like, his tufts are very well diversified. It isn't just. <laughs> the all... cast is. Yeah. He, he did. He was like, hey, like, I don't want to portray negative stereotypes. Of... To his face. There's a. <laughs> Uh, and and then he's not flinching at all because he's tough he's the toughest one <laughs> he's the toughest one why let people put tough? guns to my head i don't give a shit I am, dude I'm this so tough so okay Mark Norton. Lot, lots can of I, vests in this can, too one vest two vest. i can't tell what the guy with the gun holding it to the other dude's head is wearing also, they're like you know, it's tough as vests. Again, no furniture. No, no furniture in this one. Is Unless he does sell numerous that lamp, that weird lamp. I sells lamp. the lamp in the phone booth. Actually, he's, he's a he just has a whole showroom of weird shit you can I, buy. I think the phone booth is definitely one of his Props. his his uh, uh, uh large yeah his uh, production value. Yeah, he puts one of pieces. He, he, yeah, he puts one of the one of his large mannequins in there, like the the cowboy goes in there, and or the boxer. He's got these manic like life size mannequins of just like a random mm-hmm. a boxer in a box. A Native box. American chief. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know cowboy. this seems like a weird dumb nitpick, but honestly, I think I would like this commercial more if the sound quality was a little bit better. Yeah, and if there was like. 
close-ups and establishing shots. No. <laughs> like, no, no, just, no, no, no. That's not how. Now, Mark Norton does uh, a, a very, uh, it's, uh, they go for a certain look. And yeah. it's one Spe- shot. <laughs> one, one shot. They probably don't shot, edit. <laughs> no, no boom. Uh, uh, this is the. <laughs> Let's watch one more of these. No shot. Okay. One shot. No booms. Okay. She's my old lady. Ooh. Oh. Oh, hey, hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. my lady just threw Another me out. Another gun. You know what? They come to all my stuff. Do you like her? She's Can you pause lady. this real quick? Yeah. This seems okay. to be a continuation of the previous commercial. All right. So now we have, uh, we have two of the same characters. We have one. We have the dude. Uh, wearing the six six nine, but he put a white he put a white but shirt now, over yes. it, and and now he's instead of standing next to what we thought was a lamp, but I think now because the other an one, old gas see, pump, it's old... he's standing next to an old gas pump now. But I think what we thought the lamp that we sold was an old street lamp, another one of Mark Norton's props. Mm-hmm. So now what they're doing uh, this scene, they have the chubby guy from shipping. He's leaning on. The, old the lamp from lamp. the previous commercial. Yeah, that yes. we now know is an old street lamp. And, and he's wearing a, like a party hat. That he's you got some... For like, so... <laughs> like for 90... It doesn't fit him. No, huh? of course not, because he took it out of the prop box. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the guy that was scatting in the first one is now some sort of cowboy. He's got his pants still, tucked into his boots. But he still, he, he has, still has, a gun. has the do-rag and the, do-rag and the hat, though. Yeah, because that's his look, bro. Uh, but now he has the gun. So he was like toying with the gun in, as the commercial started. <laughs> Come uh, to our store. Our employees are armed. <laughs> are armed. Uh, but my favorite part, and they've done this for multiple commercials now, is when they use the green screen, but then they don't green screen in anything. They could have gone. They could have been anywhere. No, they could it's going to be in front of a green themselves screen. into the desert. Or- it's heavy. I mean, it's impressive because they have their green screen is on the ground too. It has a it's a whole green screen room. It has yeah. it's one of those like with the curved wall in the back that like so you can green so that you can put yourself anywhere. And they chose green screen. I'm gonna, was, I have a theory, dude. They could have what they should have done is green screen themselves into the goddamn furniture store. Yeah, exactly. I have a theory, though. What's your theory, Andy? The lamppost is a, like, I think the lamppost... Metaphor for life? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The lamppost is a, I think you can probably, it's something that you get kind of at, like, CVS. Because I think it's a Christmas... Yeah, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, looks like this, that is fake snow. You're right. Yeah, I think it's like a Christmas decoration no, that you can it. buy for maybe like twenty nine ninety five or eh, eighty bucks. This, this one's a more expensive one. You have to assemble it at home. It's part of the whole Dickensian. Yeah, but it's. I bet it's like plastic. Oh, I was so wondering yeah. why it's it's bending in this. It's not straight if you look at it. It's yeah, very it's much got a little curve. But it's it. just like a thing that you can buy it could be because the it. fat guy's leaning on it, probably right. That you could buy that you could put outside your home and you get like another one and you can have like an old time like, <laughs> like, said, you get, like what, the, boy, what day is it today time. well it is christmas yeah. day well go buy yes, the yes, goose. yes that's uh and he has it he has one or maybe he has others nah, he's just needed just the one, one for here because we you know you you don't want to take away from the old timey gas pump and again yeah. 
It's another Guy's employee. The gun. Another gun, yeah. Aiming and, at yeah. A, a gun at another employee. Who's not paying attention. I no, have but, a feeling it has to be like a cap gun. It's very much a prop gun. I, I, I am... <laughs> or is this going to be an Alec Baldwin situation? Someone's going to get shot on the gun. And, <laughs> and again, honestly, I was trying to really listen, but I couldn't understand. I could not hear oh, or We're going to re-listen to this one. Okay. Here at Norton Furniture, because, uh, we Joe, did not Joe had to stop it, the, and you're right. Let's rewatch this. All right, we got to listen to this really carefully because I can't hear anything this guy's saying. Oh, hey, hey, man, hey, 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 my lady just threw me out, and you know what? They come and took all my stuff. Did you like her? She's my old lady. Yeah, right. Uh, listen, Roto, stop by my store. You can't get credit Northern Furniture. You can't get credit anywhere. Oh, yeah, well, when can I come to pick up my furniture? Tonight, and uh, Rolo. Make your lady smile. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Wait, okay, so hold on. All right. He also so sounds guy... like Peter Laurie, too. Yeah. <laughs> so he got kicked out by his old lady, so yeah. he needs new stuff. Yeah. And then and then he while Mark is is trying to figure out like, oh, uh, uh, you can get credit here, you can't get credit. He's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to like slide into my fucking thing. Over here with the credit, where you're talking with the old lady kicked you out, and now the the guy's just shadow boxing. Like, so is that like some sort of was that towards his old lady that he yes. was shadow boxing? Like, hey, I, let me back <laughs> in, or I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna punch you. Yeah, it's like it, and it and seems. Then, mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Jeff. Uh, so it, it just and then he's like, make your old lady smile. But yeah, that, that one is kind of the most disjointed one, and that's saying something for a yes, <laughs> Norton Furniture it commercial. Didn't, it didn't have any continuity, Mark Norton. Like it's if you expected continuity, you can't yeah. get that here. Yeah. Anywhere for me. He is uh this one's kind of I think we I think we finally jumped the shark. I think Mark Norton jumped the shark <laughs> on this one. And yet there's still so many more. Wait, I'm so surprised wait. he hasn't done a shark jumping one. Where is he located? Is he Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. Have you been the, to one of these? No, is but it's no, now on our list. When we go to Rax, Joe. Yes. We yes. Go to Rax. We'll go hang out with Mark, Mark Norton Furniture. I have to say, eat a roast beef at, the, at Mark Norton Furniture. I, I think there's something to be said though, like because uh, here's the thing: I'm a big, a big fan of bad movies. I love. Oh, yeah. I love bad movies more than really good ones. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. It like I wonder if this does actually work because uh it is bizarre enough that people are gonna be like, What? Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, his bread like, and butter. It, yeah, yes. his whole bread and butter is just people like I I bet people tell him his commercials are terrible and he's like, Well, thank you for watching. <laughs> like, thank uh, you for tell- thank you for watching. I- Thank you for watching. Yes, hey, yes. Do you want a, a Barker lounger? Uh, so, do you want to uh, be my, in one? Do you my take on this whole thing was that he, his dad owned this furniture store that his, that his dad started. And, you know, and so, uh, but Mark was trying to be an actor in Cleveland and was very bad at it. And then his dad had a fucking stroke and died. And he had to take over the store. And so this is his way of doing the thing that he loves 
but being forced to do the thing that he said he would never do. I'm never going to take over Norton Furniture, Dad. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I think it's a... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think there's like kind of a thing with certain people... Uh, there's like it is like kind of a vanity project <laughs> because I feel like in certain circles I think people like he probably succeeds with like maybe furniture and everything and people are like wow you're such a fun he's such a fun guy he's such a sweet fun guy. you know what I mean I bet a lot of people do like him yeah. in, in a certain certain circles but it doesn't translate to like uh any visual medium like film there's a there's like a if you like really i feel really reluctant to recommend him as like a fun good bad movie because he's such a shitbag but there's a guy called frank d'angelo who makes he's a he's a beverage magnate from canada hmm? are you familiar uh, uh no no but he is like he makes like all these vanity projects where he sings and he tells jokes and he's just awful, but he has like so much money. He hires like all these kind of washed up actors to be in his things. And they are so awful. And it's like, it's interesting. Again, we're going to with the, the, the thing about Karen's and stuff. He's like completely guileless and does not understand that. Like, like he's okay. He's good maybe for his world, like in his little world, mm -hmm. but to expand it to like outside, I think he just doesn't realize that it doesn't translate. Like he's like kind of a joke, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I think that's like a thing with a lot of people. It's like, it's like kind of a weird insecurity. It's just like, people don't realize that if they expand outside the universe, that instead versus just being content and happy with like where they are there's this right. thing where they're like but it's it's like i can't knock anyone for having like a dream to want to be exactly. big but it's it, it is just some level of like they just don't understand like oh that's ridiculous like <laughs> if i if i did that i i'm not a movie star or anything i you know this is fun but <laughs> you know what i mean but there are some people who have such delusions that they're like they're willing and they have no self-awareness that they're like, yeah, what, what, what is it to acting? You just like say stuff in front of a camera and you just, you know, you don't try to put any. They get it. Yeah, yeah they'll get it. Yeah. I mean, the furniture sells itself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need to, to show any furniture in this, in this commercial. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, the Ashleys are gonna, they're gonna sell themselves. Yeah. They, they watch it from Mark Norman. They like, yeah. what's Mark going to do next? No, I think I, uh, but uh, I was actually thinking uh, this was amazing, and I I want to look at oh, all fall, look go fall all. down the rabbit hole. There's a lot. Yes, of yeah. Uh, uh, I thought, but just to help you transition too, uh, I thought you're going to talk about Mr. Delicious from Jacks. Oh no, we uh, or well, we've heard, we, that's old hat for us at this. Point. I, I know, <laughs> I know, but that to me was a really funny mascot. Oh, it was very meta. It was very uh, yeah. meta. Yeah, well, but. I digress, Andy. It's 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 time we eighty six the podcast. This has been a great episode, but we got we got to wrap it up eventually. Um, okay. We have one last segment we do though before we go, Mister Delicious. Oh God, that's what they call <laughs> me, baby. Um, Andy, at, uh, our last segment on the podcast is called Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you, Andy Rocco, you get to review the podcast. Um, you can do it out of a five star metric. 
but use as many stars as you want. We are really not picky. You can either review us individually or review the show as a whole. And then whenever mm-hmm. you'd like to start. I, I had a lot of fun, mostly because somebody wanted me to be involved with something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's, this has been a lot of fun. I love, uh, I think, uh, I love talking with Joe and I, Matt, you're a, you're a new friend. You're really great. You're funny. You're, yeah. And you, and this is like a, it does like kind of, it's a, it's a, a podcast that can talk about different subject matters that, cause like work is all related cause mm-hmm. you kind of, you are what you do. You are what you do for a living, but also at the same time, you're not, you know, it doesn't define you, you know? Uh, And it's a very ubiquitous kind of great topic to kind of expand on. And you guys have a great sense of humor about things. Um, You know, it's great. It's a, this is a fun, solid podcast. I like the format. I like that. It kind of stays on topic. Um, I'll probably never listen to it. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you'll be like the other hundred and something guests we've had on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, you know, I, you know, I'll be always meaning to do it, but then I won't. Uh, um, there's just like, I rather just being honest about it. Jeez, I'm I rather. Like, oh, I'm gonna I, listen to all these shows. The numbers don't fucking prove it. I'm gonna just listen to uh, things that I've seen. Like, I'll just. Listen to Dr. Katz episodes from years ago <laughs> that I've listened to a million times already because that's like my safe comfort zone or watch an old episode of Faulty Towers that I've seen a million times. So after uh, you've watched all those a million times, then yeah. listen to the Awful Service podcast. Yes. <laughs> well, after you listen to your comfort thing. And Get uncomfortable for a while. Listen to us. Yeah. No, but it is like it's so hard. I think for me, I'm such a creature of habit. Like I have a hard time breaking out of my. We're gonna edit out all this part where you say "Don't listen to the podcast." (laughs) I'm gonna break it up to listen to the podcast. (laughs) No, but like I listen to every episode. I think I think I'm like an outlier though, because like I think like I I feel like I very rarely try new things, and even things that I really like the new Batman movie that came out. Love Batman. Love it. Did not want to go to the theater. I will not. Like, I waited until HBO Max. I was like, I love Batman, but I'm not going to go rush to the theater. I'm not seeking out Batman on this one. Yeah. And like, and if you, if you're listening to this now, you should recommend it to friends that like podcasts and are adventurous and like listening to funny things where people talk intelligently and with some level of wit and also don't make you feel like an idiot. Because they're also not that smart. <laughs> Man, this is uh, this Yelp review is just going on. Yeah, uh, at least it's grammatical. This is true. You put the right pauses. He didn't say uh, eight batch machine. No, but uh, it's a it's a real. Is it five too star. cold on this podcast is for you, Andy? <laughs> uh, you no. know an HVAC guy. Yeah, I'm just gonna say I give it five stars. That's a- it's. It's a very solid podcast. It's nice, a okay. fun it's a fun listen to. And if you're just kind of you know, you wanna just uh relax and feel like you're with friends because you can't be with any right now. This feels like, you know, 
I don't even know Matt very well. And he just feels like an old friend. And Joe is an old friend. I have an old friend. So I feel like he feels like a new one. And he, but, and he, he just, He'll probably forget this. We even had this conversation. Yes, <laughs> we finished having. He's gonna. He's gonna in like four weeks. Like we should get Andy Rocco on the podcast. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of. It's a lot of good stuff. If, Andy, uh, how do we direct our listeners to follow you? Well, don't follow me <laughs> physically. Okay. I prefer that people like do my like social media stuff. <laughs> Okay. Fair. So, uh, uh, in the interwebs, how do people follow you? So, um, if you're really that interested, people, he's very good at selling himself. Selling yeah. Himself. If you're, I, I don't want you to go. If you, if it's not too much trouble, <laughs> go on Instagram, and I have uh, just a regular Instagram for Andy Rocco. If you just, I don't know the all the little things, but it's just Andy Rocco at Instagram. Uh, but more importantly, and I'm going to start, do you mind if I, I'd done this before. I felt like I should have promoted a thing that I have going, but I'm going to start doing a new series. Uh, I do a bunch of, for a few, for almost two years, uh, once a week, I've been doing a new short horror movie or a short video that is uh, always less than a minute long. And I post them on Andy's horror shorts and I, they're all different and they all vary in quality and uh, <laughs> uh, they're all like, but they're all like horror themed and uh, there's like some kind of uh, looming doom or death in it. And it's always kind of fun. I always, I've been making them for a long time. There's a whole bunch. There's over like over, uh, definitely over a hundred up on you can definitely check them out and i'm going to start doing a news i've taken a little break from them after doing them for two years once a week uh i'm going to start doing horror movie reviews where me and a carton of popcorn talk about <laughs> the newest horror movies that come out like smile and skin rink and stuff like that and uh, uh i'm gonna put those up pretty soon as soon as i uh get the production going and and negotiate the contract with the carton of popcorn Fair. Uh, so <laughs> he's taking orville redenbacher he's taking uh offers so you yes. get in on that before yeah. he gets uh movie time yeah he's kind of like well i don't want to really review movies because you know i i'm kind of an actor too so I don't want to like interfere with any yeah. possible relationships in the future of working right. with some of these people. Yeah, he's working with in... a guy who doesn't break down his cardboard boxes. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's hoping to get a callback. He's got a big Redenbacher gig coming up. <laughs> Popcorn doesn't want to. Uh, you know, I you can really abuse the over Redenbacher uh, joke so many times. I mean, there's so many other brands of popcorn. There's smart <laughs> food. There's smart pop. Uh, <laughs> Bomb chicka wah wah. Yeah, but it doesn't have that Redenbacher. <laughs> Redenbacher. Or, I, you know, like, I love Orville Redenbacher because that guy was like, look, I know I ain't no model, but put me on that fucking box. Yes, he was. That's what Mark Norton's <laughs> trying to do. He's just like, I like, I'm going to be the Orville Redenbacher of fucking Cleveland furniture. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but it, it is true. There is something to be said about like, like Dave Thomas of Wendy's, like not a, not a particularly a good actor, but 
Like, you know, when he did his commercials, he was just pretty. At least when he did his commercials, there was a fucking hamburger in the shot. (laughs) (laughs) And you could hear him. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Redenbacher. Redenbacher always had popcorn in in the shot. (laughs) Uh, Mark just has street toughs talking about getting laid. Yeah. But uh, uh, do you have any shows or anything you want to promote coming up? Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, this was a real. I, I, I might steal some things from you. I also do a live <laughs> show in uh, LA once a month called uh, Universal Line Video Rental and Variety Show. It's a, <laughs> it's a video rental shop and a variety show. We have improv teams, and we've been showing clips from weird, obscure, uh, instructional videos and stuff. Uh, we're gonna do a thing on. Winston Tobacco made a promotional video, which we're going to show and talk about. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, so that video is called I'm No Actor. <laughs> and it's about the grassroots people who farm your tobacco. It's the, you know how like a lot of tobacco commercials and ads in the day were like talking about like how cool and fun it was. Right. It was always a sex. Four out of five doctors yeah, yeah. suggest well, Winston's. And like, you know, when they have Joe Camel, he's like fun and everything. This is just about like, if you don't smoke, you're killing the backbone of America. <laughs> like the tobacco farmers. Well, shit, spend... I, gotta go, I gotta start smoking again. Fun. Yeah, you, you just spend so much time. You know, like people, there's like farmers mm-hmm. who have who, like spent years Families. Cur- curing tobacco and toasting it. And mm-hmm. look what you're doing by not smoking, you asshole. <laughs> like... <laughs> Speaking of not smoking, Joe, how do people follow you? Yeah, uh, you could uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, photographizing. That's the word photograph, I-Z-I-N-G. And uh, make sure to go to uh, Uh That's uh, Britley and I uh, do a podcast. We also are uh, live three times a week. Uh, so check out, uh, you could check all that out uh, over at whereoverherenow.com. Nice. All right. Any shows coming up? Um, I don't know. I don't have my calendar in front of me. So I'm just going to say. He's some irons uh, in the fire, as, yeah, as we say on the show. I always have shows coming up, but, you know, well, I what, just don't know when. What glory holes are you operating? <laughs> yes. that you have, that's on his Patreon. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter on uh, Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, as for me, I as I always have to promote every single week, every single week, Wednesday nights in the basement of the Keller Bar in St. Cloud, Minnesota. I run the Keller Comedy Open Mic. The doors open at 8. The show starts at about 9.15. We have 32-ounce beer pitchers for 5 bucks. It's mm-hmm. a free show. It's wonderful. Uh, it's a good time. Talent of all varieties. Come watch judo practice for comics. Uh, follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Email us your Karen stories at awfulservicepod at gmail.com. Andy, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. I am ha- so happy that I've been on the show. It's been great. <laughs> wonderful. And as always... You can pay for copies with Pepsi. <laughs> now you get 15 minutes of free internet. Yeah. <laughs> and have a good night. It's time to count the tills.
the floors and mop the spills Say goodnight Dispose of the trash and turn out the light Tell me why I try This whole damn thing is a lie So I'll take my tips My services have earned me this Maybe I will find a way out But for now I'll count my tips And lock the door